0: Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 953, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Also want to thank MNC Nation for tuning in, all three radio stations, and of course Rumble and Twitter today as well. Rumble.com slash Casey the Host. If you are on Twitter, you prefer to watch there. It's at Casey the Host on Twitter. All right. Let's uh, uh you know what before I get into this audio here, I want to tell you this story here. Um I'm not opposed to the commutation of sentencing. For certain individuals. I'm not. But occasionally you get a commutation of um a criminal's record and sentencing and everything else that kind of raises some eyebrows. And Obama had a couple of those where people are like, Why are you commuting the sentence of this person? This person's like kind of a bad person. Like, what are you doing? Well, a man whose life sentence was commuted. By then, President Obama, in 2015, has now been charged with the shooting of a woman in a road rage incident. The woman is brain dead, not expected to survive. The shooting occurred early on Sunday morning near Chicago, because, of course it did. Mills admitted to police that he was the shooter and has now been charged. Alton Mills was a cocaine dealer who was serving uh 22 years who was, was serving year 22 of a life sentence in prison when Obama took up his cause and commuted that sentence to in uh, 2015. So the guy got a life sentence. He's a cocaine dealer. Got a life sentence was serving 22 years. Obama's like, ah, that's enough. And he let the guy go. Now, again, on the surface, there's a lot of people look at it and go, well, he's just dealing drugs. Does he really deserve to spend the rest of his life in prison? You know how extra hard you have to work to get that? Even with three strikes, you know, extra hard. You have to work, to get a life sentence for being a drug dealer. And when you deal with cocaine, yeah, we're not talking about marijuana here. When you deal with cocaine, you're generally a bad person, like really bad person. I know some of you would say, "Well, any drug dealer, probably yes." But cocaine, uh, the circles you got to run in, you're usually on the upper echelon of of awful. So it should have it should have given him pause, but it didn't. Now he's facing three charges of attempted murder. The woman who he allegedly shot is not likely to live, and again, he admitted that he had caused great bodily harm and imminent death to the woman. So there's that. Uh, But at least he got a a pretty cool picture with Elizabeth Warren, where, you know, she had her arm around him and everything like, ah, I'm so glad we got you out, innocent cocaine dealer guy. Will Elizabeth Warren face any backlash for that? Probably not. Will Obama face any backlash for that? Probably not, because that's generally how these things go. They just, sorry, they, I was trying to cue it up, John, sorry. They tend to, they tend to not face any repercussions whatsoever. Like, you know, Dan Bongino laid the case out perfectly today and and he has, I have, a couple other people have, you know, the entire Trump-Russia collusion thing was a Trump scan or an Obama scandal. The whole thing was an Obama scandal, but the media just kind of ignores that. So I'm going to turn this audio on. Some of it's a little difficult to hear, but you can hear enough of it. This is undercover video from James O'Keefe. So James O'Keefe, so OMG Media. James O'Keefe did what James O'Keefe does. He had his people go undercover. Uh, They did this with Sean Langill, who is a Fox News producer for Fox News at Night. And he's talking with him about why Tucker Carlson got fired. Listen to some of the stuff that he has to say. This is a seven-minute video. I'm only going to play like a minute of it. But I want you to listen to some of the stuff that they say here at the beginning. Oh, that was with um, you the it, Dominion yeah. company. Uh, what happened with that? Like They gave him money. They, part of it. they say it wasn't part of it, but we're learning that. Group. Tucker mm-hmm. getting fired was part of that. Tucker getting fired was part of the yeah. Dominion lawsuit. Yeah. Part of the stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. Well, if I have the pillow guards, brought to you by Pfizer, right? It's like yeah. it's you know. a big pharma. Yeah, which is cool. crazy because like we're <laughs> doing all this stuff about COVID vaccines, and we're getting money like from Pfizer. Of course, we do the brought to you by Pfizer bit quite a lot on the show because it's hysterical, but it's also true. So, again, this is Sean Langill. who's a producer at Fox News at night. And what he's saying here is that firing Tucker Carlson, which, by the way, this has been a rumor since this happened. And technically, Tucker Carlson has not been fired. He's been pulled off the air. There is a distinction. Fox News is still paying Tucker Carlson. His contract goes through, I think, the middle of next year. And so they're, they're hoping to just pay him and not give him a show. And keep him under contract. He is fighting to get out of that contract. In fact, he's suing them for breach of contract. And he wants to be able to go out and do his own thing. It appears that Twitter has a bit of a workaround with a non-compete. That he can actually do a show on Twitter. And he would be okay. So this guy is basically saying, look, part of the lawsuit. Part of the settlement with Dominion was that Tucker gets fired. And Fox is telling you that that's not the case. But we are learning that it is the case. So that's what this guy is saying. Now, in addition to that, the legal team, the entire investigative team for Fox News for Dominion has been fired. They were all let go. So, I mean, if you start looking at this. Um, it sure looks like that's a part of the settlement. Now, you have to ask yourself. I went through the 20 broadcasts on this show. I went through the 20 broadcasts that Dominion said were problematic. I'm sorry, folks, but there isn't a single one of them, not a single one of them where Fox News would, in any real true court of law, would be held accountable for that. If I do an interview, because this is all it was, if I do an interview and somebody comes on the show, and they know a subject a lot more than me, and I don't know it, and I'm just getting their opinion on it because I'm trying to present both sides or what have you, or it's breaking news, or it's you know the hot item of the day, and this is a subject matter expert on it. It doesn't mean that I agree with them, but I can have them on the show, and they can tell you their version of what is going on, and it airs on my show. Never has the media been held accountable for what that person has said. Now, you can be held accountable for what you say. But that wasn't the case in these 20 very specific broadcasts. Again, there's 20 broadcasts that were part of the Dominion lawsuit. And what was also left out of this, and this is where things get, for me, particularly interesting, is that you know Tucker Carlson actually pushed back on some of this stuff during the interviews and actually refused to interview some of the people that they said were most problematic. And yet they wanted Tucker Carlson gone. Now, why do you think they wanted Tucker Carlson gone, even though of the Fox News personalities, that were listed in the Dominion lawsuit, he was the one that actually pushed back against some of the claims. Many of the others did not, but he did. So, why do you think they really wanted Tucker gone? That's if, okay? That's if this is a part of it. Um, now, of course, Fox denies this. Uh, Tucker's legal team isn't 100% sure, but they do assume that it's part of it. But there's a couple of different angles here as well that have kind of happened with uh, some new stuff with, with Tucker as well. But just ask yourself this the one guy, who was a member of Fox News who actually pushed back against some of the claims being made about Dominion on his show, why is it that they demanded his ouster and not the other personalities who never pushed back on any of those claims? Why do you think that is? Just something for you to chew on on a Monday afternoon. Got more coming up. 95.3 MNC and the all-new MNC Nation. You're listening to Casey Hendrickson. The Sean Hannity Show, weeknights 6 till 9 on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel and the all-new MNC Nation. Coming up at 5 o'clock, we'll have Republican South Bend City Clerk candidate Tina Wilson joining us today. Uh, Talking about her candidacy, why she got in, and then, of course, the controversy, which shouldn't be controversy, but the controversy surrounding uh, two men trying to break into her home that she was able to stop. And the Democratic Party accusing her of fabricating the entire thing and lying about it. We'll talk with her about that later on today. I want to flash back to 2021 when the NSA admitted that they unmasked Tucker Carlson. Do you remember that? Tucker Carlson recently said that he knows definitively that the NSA unmasked him as it as it attempted to secure an interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Uh, He attempted to secure an interview. Tucker found out because they have been leaked leaking the information to other newspapers after denying it and then offering a weak statement. The NSA has finally admitted that they did, in fact, unmask him. So this is a guy that it's not just the Democrats. And it's not just certain establishment Republicans, but the, the federal government has been after for years. Just wanted to remind you of that. There is a group that has formed to draft Tucker Carlson to run for president. His attorneys have responded. As Tucker's attorney, I can unequivocally say that this PAC is unauthorized that the people running it didn't get his permission to use his name likeness and that it would be fruitless to contribute to such a pack. Uh, these things do pop up regularly. I don't, I'm not going to accuse specifically this pack of that, but these things do pop up all the time. And they're literal money grabs. They, the whole point is to rob you. They know that Tucker's popular, so they start a pack, that sort of thing. And again, I'm not specifically accusing this organization. I'm just saying what typically happens in election cycles um, and then they go, like, give us money, and we'll get Tucker Carlson to run for office, and people are foolish enough to do it, and you'll never see that money again. So don't give any money. So his attorneys have pointed out, this is not a real thing. This is not affiliated or authorized by Tucker Carlson himself. Tucker is not going to be running for president. Do not give them your money. So if you happen to run into that and you think that it might be legitimate, it is not. The Daily Signal has an exclusive, Mary Margaret Olihan, on the leaked policy exposing Fox News' stance on woke ideology. Fox News employees are allowed to use bathrooms that align with their gender identity rather than their biological sex and permitted to dress in alignment with their preferred gender. They must also be addressed by their preferred name and pronoun in the workplace. These are just a few of the policies outlined in the company handbook dated January 2021, a copy of which was shared with the Daily Signal. I wonder how the Daily Signal got a copy of the Fox News handbook from 2021. Does anybody have any theories? (laughs) Uh, Fox also offers to help employees come up with a workplace transition plan to ease their gender transition at work. The uh, revelations come amid conservative uh, consternation and Fox Digital's use of activist language like gender-affirming care in stories on its website, as well as the site's consistent use of female pronouns for biological males like TikTok celebrity Dylan Mulvaney and swimmer Leah Thomas. Uh, Fox also drew strong backlash for a June 2022 on-air segment praising a child's gender transition as an inspiration to others. Trust me, I got all of your emails about that. I still have them. I assure you, we all got them. I addressed it briefly on the show, but yes, we all got them. Um, <laughs> uh, that segment briefly depicted uh, California State Senator Scott Weiner, a far-left Democrat who led the move to soften sex offender registry requirements for sodomy with minors and highlighted the activist claims that a child might commit suicide if he or she is not permitted to transition, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a, a lot more in this. I don't want to go into it, but it's a big article. And they go. she goes into great depths as to what the policy is. So it's a great piece by Mary Margaret Olihan over at The Daily Signal. I'll link to it in The Daily Show Prep, which you can get on my website immediately after the show is done at btmedia.news. Again, that's btmedia.news. More coming up next. WTRC-FM and HT1 Niles South Band.